0: hello 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 I wanted to start this new moon recording not with the same kind of flow that I would usually have or the way I would run a women's circle obviously without a physical gathering Um, I find it quite hard actually, I'll be honest with you, I find it hard to connect with the energy of you, all of you guys sitting in the circle, I find it hard to connect with what the circle needs because we don't have that in that physical space. If I was to individually tap into each of you, different story, but we're not really in that space either and I feel you always need permission to do that or be at least in dialogue with somebody to do that so I want to use this recording as a bit of a chance to go a bit deeper with you I've been talking a lot about this week um, particularly the messages that have been coming through for me have been around the lens the lens that we choose to see creating our own reality Now with that, there are so many, so many layers. And there are so many different ways that I could take it. There really are. Um, Just to start with, let's just ground ourselves. Um, Get comfy. You know, if you're getting comfy, put yourself in a central oil there. Have a big breath of that. I've got Melissa here with me, the oil. Um, I'm just going to put a little drop on my hand. And um, hopefully just... You know, channel channel in as well during the session which I usually don't do for a recording if I'm not doing more of a meditative type scenario usually if I feel those words flowing to me I'll just say what I'm being channeled to say um, which might sound completely whacked out to you If, if that's something that you're unfamiliar with Well, you know, this is called the Sisterhood Circle. It is about those deeper things that might be coming through. And this time especially. And I want to be kind of harsh with you guys. Um, I'm I'm not going to be here in this recording to bullshit. I'm not going to be here to fluff about for this recording. I'm going to really try and get to the guts of some things. Um... And I will, in the circle, the physical circle that we will hold, I will ask hard questions of you for sure. This podcast version requires us to go a little bit faster. And this timeline that we're in at the moment requires us to push a bit harder. Um, You know, just do a bit of pushing and prodding around in there and figure out the answers as best we can. Just as I say that, no judgment, no pressure on you to find those answers, but asking the question and being inquisitive of that is vital. So let's have a big breath together. I want to breathe in for four out and hold for four, as we have done the last couple of times. So breathing in and hold. And out. I hope that you you can feel there is this oxygen floating around. And you know you're feeling that air up into your head. You're becoming a bit air-heady, Being air-heady is a great thing, especially in this age, especially right now. It's um. Let's get our bubble our bubble heads going. I want you to feel that bubble head feeling, real airy airy in the head. good (sighs) all right lenses we choose which lens we put on we really do we choose the way we want to see the world you've heard a thousand slogans around this I know but when we are thinking about our reality it's so distracting our reality as it is in this physical matter is so damn distracting Let's say we've all come here as souls, incarnated, we're in the human form, the human, using this human vessel, I love that term, human vessel, we're here for a reason, we've got our thoughts that start popping up in our brains, our mind controls us, this is how we kind of go along society, I'm kind of doing robot arms in this this way. We move around in our lives with our robot-like way about things. Not everybody, don't be offended by that. It's not a personal dig. You might function completely the opposite to that. But generally speaking, this is the way that we are meant to be as humans in this society at this time. And the general, general way about things. So we're born into this... Bodies, and as we grow up, we're relying on those around us to bring us, bring us up, implant stories, storytelling, um, the way we have emotions, what we learn, how we speak, how we emotionally connect with each other. I from a theoretical side and I actually was part of a team teaching this in university was emotional intelligence and how important that is, how it's beyond important to our IQ. You know, our IQ means nothing really. Okay, you can do some maths problems and you can understand those shapes and that pattern and all this kind of thing. I mean it's really useless. It is in unless you're doing a specific job that requires you to have a high IQ. And I'm not saying people with a high IQ are useless by any means. But in our connectivity with each other, having a high IQ is not important. Having high emotional intelligence is important. Understanding when that person across the room from you or that person who has approached you needs something from you. Where you can be sympathetic and empathetic. And how to understand that with yourself. But we do reach a point, even in the theory, where we don't know how to connect the dots between how we are actually feeling from an emotional, even if you are the most emotionally intelligent person, to, we, we can sense this in others, we might recognize parts of it in ourselves, but it's all about this outer or inner to the point of what emotion I'm feeling okay, let's recognize that rather than going much deeper and then of course we have layers of psychology and everything that comes in to help us understand that which is the next level of emotional intelligence but from a basic theory perspective we don't really delve that much deeper into it when we're just generally discussing emotional intelligence, right? And where I'm going with that is that on a spiritual level, you have these layers of not just your emotional being or emotional state, but your energetic state and your energetic being, and how your emotions almost just become an outer flicker of what is actually going on energetically in the body. So when something's out of whack, something's out of line, Whether that's a a reaction to your environment, reaction to the internal processes, a reaction to some kind of karmic structure playing out. You have this kind of ripple effect of the energetic field around you not quite settling in, not quite being as we want it to be optimally. If we want it to run at this optimum level, we can't really do that. When we have our energetic field not looked after now as always I feel like I've taken this in a completely different direction to how I start and even this I feel is the beginning of what we are meant to be discovering so first and so as let's go back So you're growing up, you're a baby, you're born into this world, you're taught these different structures from your parents and from society and all this and you you go to school and you have human relations with people, you start understanding emotional intelligence. Some of us aren't that great at it, some of us are amazing at it and then we perhaps as we we get a bit older, we redevelop our connection with our intuition. We redevelop our our connection with... um, God or Source or our universe or however you want to speak of it, which is what we talk about in these women's circles. We talk about our connection to Source. We talk about our connection to ourselves. We talk about our connection to others. These are the things that are important because once you are connected on those three levels, nothing really stands in your way. Even to the point, yeah, I'm going to go there, even to the point of having something like anxiety, if you are deeply connected to Source... If you are reminding yourself that you are connected to something a lot bigger than you, as in you are source, God is you, God is in you, you are connected to God, you are God. You don't have any room for emotions to rule you or for a chemical imbalance to rule you because it is rewired in the core essence of being connected and grounded. Through having that crown chakra open and receiving the messages. Choosing to receive the messages. Choosing to stay open. And you are constantly reminded that you are loved. You are constantly having this flow of love. Being able to come into your energy field connecting to you. Something I loved from Rebels of Light was our connection to Mother Gaia through our grounding cord, which was this base, or some could say root chakra, driving that down into the center of the earth, being connected as this energetic being that way, grounding the upwards connection through our crown, connecting upwards to the heavens, if you like, imagining that space opening. And having every other chakra in between coming into line. Vibrating itself back into the space that it needs to be at that time. I can even feel myself now. I go between connecting back into ego mind. Connecting back into ego mind. My ego plays in, well you're not saying the right thing. What are you going to say next? What's coming next to you? What's the point of this? Why are you talking about that? All of these little snippets of these pieces of conditioned material that is coming into my brain and my mind. At the time, I am still trying to channel something for you guys, and that is just a reflection of my own personal spiritual experience and where I am in this journey. Yes, I've been I've been spiritual since I was fifteen. I've been into All kinds of, you know, energetic forms of of magic and 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 my. I want to I want to say that my area of expertise was the energetic or is the energetic field, the energetic space of where, how we operate. But my understanding of it back then is so was so different in comparison to my understanding of it now. No matter where you resonate on that on that field or on that. On that spectrum there are always more layers to be discovered and I feel that the more we stay open the more messages we are able to gain and the more messages gives us more of an understanding about why and how and who we are here who are we and I think as we talked about last time these daily practices of you know it's having to re remind ourselves remind ourselves remind our mind, there. Our mind, our mind is really just a big factor that gets in the way. Let's let's be real. Our thoughts get in the way. I, if, I I used to say when I was in high school, the only thing getting in your own way is you, or some words to that effect. It wasn't my own. It wasn't my own saying. But the only oh that's what it was the only drama you create is the drama in your mind because and and that's what i said as a teenager and when i was very connected i definitely lost it don't get me wrong i have not been this this fantastic spiritual person and i definitely can go back and forth now almost this i love this description of we flick between the 3d and the 5d universe where the 5d is reminding of us who we are i just got goosebumps you know who we are, where we are, what we are meant to be here for. That reminding, that homecoming. We know why we're here. The answers are in us. But we've been bogged down on this 3D spectrum. On the other hand, we have been bogged down with so much shit. So much shit. From the day we... Alright, let's, let's put it in a timeline sense. Like, I love my mum dearly, but she fed me dairy knowing... I was having a gut reaction to it because of the empowerment that they had at that point, which was Neil as a mother. They didn't have the balls or the knowledge or the, the support to decide to say no to something in a child's diet. They just went along with whatever they always thought was right. And just that's a small example of the world we grew up in. And I feel like we are on the complete Fast track to getting away from that, which is great. Not just with diet, with everything. You gotta think about the amount of chemicals in the home that you're exposed to, the chemicals outside the home, the things that you are supposed to trust in your supermarket, at your doctor's office, at your chemist, these things you're supposed to trust, but and you do without question. Yet what are the effects? What are the damage? What is the detrimental? issues that we have of that because we just go along consuming 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 we think that we need to be full by filling a cart on an internet page that's what makes us feel full at times that's what fills our cup is literally going through and tapping buttons on a technological device to receive a physical tangible good in the mail that's what makes us feel good that's what makes us feel good receiving something physical in an already physical world like don't get me wrong I would love to go online right now and buy a nice new pair of comfy pair of trackies and a warm jumper because all of my PJ Jarmies are falling apart but these are creature comforts. this is not survival and when even when we're talking about essential businesses we're not talking about survival essential to me I uh, my understanding of that word meant survival what do we need to survive no apparently that I had that understanding completely wrong and I'm not going to get started on that topic because I am a huge supporter of small business and I have so many thoughts on this virus and I'm not going to talk about that I'll just leave you with uh, I love small business absolutely but I did have a complete. Backflip when I realized, oh, okay, essential and survival are not the same thing here. It became very interesting to me because I thought this is going to be a wake up call for people to understand what they think or what is important to them or what they value. And I hope for a lot of you it has been a re evaluation of what you think is important and what you know to be important to you and going back to those core things. Like as humans, We are in a physical world where we do still need things like food and shelter and and clothing. But I'm not here to talk to you about the tangible. I'm here to talk to you about that soul essence. What else you need to actually survive as a human. To actually thrive as a human in an energetic space. What do you need? You know what you need? You need the vibration of love. You need love. Sometimes this can be a really triggering topic for people, and it was for me for a very long time, despite having a fantastic childhood. Somewhere along the line there, I demonized love. That love was a fantasy element, or those who got love had it taken away from them. For some reason, along the line there, I created a different story for the word love. But you know what? You need To, at this time, lean into love. Lean into that vibration as if that is your key to survival. Because you know what on a big part it is? I really do feel that if we do not upgrade in the next couple of hundred years to this new potential 5D reality. And I say potential for those of you who might not be ready to hear my my solid thinking in that space. If we don't upgrade now, that's it. Your energy is going to be used for something different. You're going to be alchemized into something else, more useful for this ascension. And again, ascension, a word a lot of people were cringing at, even in the spiritual community. And um, I think we've had, even through Hollywood, anyone that's watched any anything, <laughs> Um, those kinds of words get a really bad rap. Oh, that's depressing, let me tell you. I'm rubbing my eyes as I say that. It's, it's depressing. It's depressing that the these, home, these words that should feel like a homecoming, these words in our language that we should have as a complete understanding of why and how we are here, should be words that we have a high vibrational message to have should have that resonation of yes yes please tell me more this makes sense instead we have television and programming jammed into us that makes us completely disregard everything that we have our souls going yes that's familiar to me please tell me more we've got our minds going in the way going oh I heard that word and so and so that word that means that's this and you, your chirpy little mind's got to get in the way and it's going to tell you something else oh what so I can't believe that anymore does that make me crazy does that make me silly does that make me in a cult what a great word that is no it doesn't ask yourself that stop talking to your mind your mind is not Controlling you. Don't let your mind control you. Your mind probably is controlling you. If you're having those words come up. If you're having those those triggers come up. But just remember it's not the only. the only thing you're able to. This is something else as well on that topic. Is that sometimes you. Particularly people in like science fields or psychology and all this. you know take it or leave it again what I'm saying but you have these people that say you know your mind is going to be disrupted with this and certain patterns and your, your triggers are going to send you down this neural pathway and I understand that to a degree I do but I think that there is also a lack of understanding of that spiritual connection because once you click and understand a lot more about why we are actually here or who we actually are all of that fades away and I don't that's not to disregard any kind of mental health issue whatsoever and at 17 years old I was told by a doctor you have depression and you need to go on antidepressant medication And it was only because my mum was so adamant that I did not go on it, that I didn't go on it. And here I am, over ten years later, on a very natural path, seeing through that that conditioning. And I'm very grateful for my mum to always be able to see through the crap. She used her intuition more than anybody else. We used to joke, we used to call her Dr. Marty. Because when someone would come to her with a problem or when one of us would ask her a question, she would have an answer for us because she was so tapped into what her intuition was saying. So if you've got a problem, you know, go and and see your mum. And if you are a mum, check in with yourself. And if you're not a mum, you still need to be checking in with yourself. And the reason I I bring that up, I mean, apart from that relationship with with my mum in that way, as a mother, as you become a mother, I feel this is when you reach this next level in the human experience of being able to tap into your intuition in a completely different way. And it doesn't mean that you need to be a mother to do this, but I feel when you have children, for a lot of us, it becomes a wake-up call What is important to me? What are my values? What do I want to be bringing into my house? What do I want to be eliminating from my house? Because you're not just thinking about yourself and your own physical body anymore. You're thinking about these tiny precious bodies and beings that you now are responsible for. So everything in the physical is another layer of what you need to be watching and observing and questioning. I always say to Jared, if anything was to happen to me i want my children to question everything they need to be able to question everything that is the skill that i want them to have the message that i want them to have jared's is, of course trust no one um but you need to question everything we, ne- we need to be in this this movement to decide for ourselves and we are having those freedoms taken from us very rapidly For me, a lot of these thoughts are, you know, sometimes I will just get on here and do a voice recording, not for for you guys, but for myself. Maybe I will never listen to it again, but actually verbalizing what I want to say is valuable to me. Typing out, writing, writing pen and paper, writing out what I want to say, my thoughts, my feelings is really, really important. And I do encourage you to do the same. There's huge power in journaling. And you will come up against time pressures. You will come up against pressures that you don't have the energy. But this, in this time where you are forced to stay at home, this is the gift of time. This is where our timelines start to completely fall away. The more, this is something that I heard yesterday from Elizabeth April, was that the more you can tap in to the quantum reality. Where time just slips away that is when you are tapped in where there are no timelines where there are no thoughts entering it's just complete maybe complete channeling complete blank complete blank we never allowed we never allow ourselves during our, our conditioning process of being brought up in a society that needs you to make money or any value the dollar sign is our idea of success really in anyone's story of success what do you want to be successful some people might say yes I want to have kids and be happy but usually that happiness has a little price tag on it because to be happy you might want complete freedom of the dollar and not to not to condemn anyone that feels that way because I think our relationship with money is changing, and I think that our uh, the more people that tapping are tapping into the abundance frequency, the more they they do have coming to them. They are receiving more in more ways than just on the on the money side. Anyway, I completely got off the got off the subject there and now you know what in in that moment I just started thinking about money myself and and that for me was a sore point and I started to spiral I lost my I just lost my connection of where where I was going with that thought. and I started to feel hot and flustered and I want you to acknowledge that I want to acknowledge that out loud for you guys because we all have those moments and I want to just share that with you I, I had that moment of thinking when I hear, hear those words abundance frequency, I can recognize abundance, but I'm not tapped into that. I'm not tapped into that now. And there's a million stories I could tell you and I tell myself and, and all of that. But that for me is a real real sore point because I'm not, I'm not tapped into the abundance frequency right now. I'm not endlessly abundant. And I know I will be, I know I will be and I know I am welcoming it and it's coming to me. I'm also in that movement of this slow burn is really nice, this slow living. Not not the struggle, not the struggle as such, but that working for the dollar and going one step at a time. And putting one foot in the front of the other, I, I want that as a part of my journey, and I have asked for that. I've asked for my hard work to pay off, but I need that hard work to continue for a little bit longer. Um, and also because of I know my personality in this human experience as well that I'm very um, I've got a few more lessons to learn before I have an endless flow of abundance in a financial capacity come to me because I know that um, with my hot-headed nature and where my uh, passion projects lie, that I'm not ready at this stage to have that kind of abundance because perhaps the word misuse comes to mind. I may misuse that abundance. So that was just a complete random side side note for you um but something I wanted to share because you might have lots of those things come up for you in everyday conversation in things that you see online if you let's use that as an example so you've seen something online that's you know maybe a hot topic maybe a complete null void topic to everyone else but for you it's it's really important if you see that keyword whatever it might be you start feeling flustered and uncomfortable, stop right there, just stop right there in that moment of being flustered, feel how uncomfortable you are, feel it, recognize to yourself, I'm feeling really uncomfortable, how do I know I'm feeling uncomfortable, I've got butterflies in my stomach, I'm getting nervous, I'm feeling hot and clammy, I'm feeling my teeth, my gul- my jaw clench, my teeth are clenching. I'm not happy as I see this, or as I read this, or as I flick past that. Acknowledge it. Acknowledge that feeling. Too often in the spiritual community, it's all about this light and fluffy nature of having to just be positive and uplifted. But that's not life. That's not the human experience. That's not what you opted into. You did not opt into a world that's all peachy rainbows. And let me tell you, I love high vibrational feelings, but you can't know you're in a high vibe if you're never in the low vibe. You can't be living a, human, a life of human experience only acknowledging the good things only and ignoring the bad. You can't ignore the bad. And that's hard. But this, my granny always says, life wasn't meant to be easy. And I do like to disagree with her to to a degree because there isn't, I don't think life was supposed to be hard either. I think your journey isn't supposed to be just an existence. There needs to be peaks and troughs to create the significance of your life to create the learnings of your life and the lessons and what you came here to actually to learn and to be able to pass on to others and teach others. But that acknowledgement of the the dark and shadowy aspect of not just yourself as those moments come along, but that shadow that we have in this earth, on this earth, The acknowledgement and even makes me sick to say this, but the acceptance of that will set you free. That will allow you to be in that high vibrational, in a truer capacity, in more of a, in an essence that makes it worthwhile. Because you actually do know what's going on. And you might hear it being a lot of people talking about being awake, awake wake up, wake up. You might hear triggering words like don't be a sheep or if you're asleep then you're a sheep and all these kinds of things. That might be really painful for you to hear. And all of that is a completely another It is another topic. What I want to get back to saying is that the purpose of any of those things being thrown around or for you to have them in your reality is based on a few things. One, these are messages coming to you for a reason. Find out why. Two, on a practical standpoint, find out for yourself what is going on. Find out what that shadow is. Within yourself, when you were triggered by something, again, you know what I'm like with the word triggered. I'm not, not a fan. Makes me a little bit cringy. But when you are pestered by what you see, find out why. Bring that shadow within yourself to light. It won't be the only one. You're going to have many, many layers of many, many different shadow aspects of yourself come to light. But it's important you acknowledge them as you go, as quickly as possible. We need to keep doing that prodding and that poking around as things arise. When you have that emotional change, acknowledge that that is an energetic misalignment. There's something that's not right, it's not going on, but it's not ha- something's not right in that outer field. So when you have that emotional, something's not quite right here, figure it out. Why is something not quite right there? How is this affecting my energy field? Have I allowed somebody to interject into my energy field? So what you need to do? Clear out that clear out that block, clear out that shadow. Okay, why is something happening here? Why am I being um, why am I ener- why are my emotions off when I see these words? Acknowledge it, acknowledge, feel that emotion, write it out, speak it out dance it out shake it out get some physical jumping up and down going get some oils on get whatever you use whatever you like to do when you're in a bad mood but acknowledge it stand up move your body get out of your zone of sitting there and stewing in that emotion for longer than necessary yes feel it for sure but don't stew in it for an entire day yes i've definitely been there yes i have been in some deep dark holes several times over multiple different things on the physical and in the spiritual so I'm here with you I know those struggles, I know what you are feeling we all know what we are all feeling, we know the trauma, we know the, the feeling, we can all vibrationally feel it together, we are all connected, you are a reflection of me, I am a reflection of you we are all in this reality together That brings me to my other point that this is also the reality you are creating. You're almost choosing, asking for these people to bring you this information. Otherwise, it wouldn't be in your reality, would it? If you didn't want to know, you wouldn't be knowing about it. You want to know. Something in your human journey is asking you to know. But keep going within, keep coming back within, keep coming back within. And asking yourself. Some people refer to this as you know your your guides, your connection with source, your keep coming back in as much as you possibly can and ask yourself the question why? Why was this piece of information brought to me? Why am I triggered by this word? Why is this in my reality? Why is this my reality? Why am I here now? You might be asking yourself that. Why am I here now? Where's my opt-out card please? What button? Where's the eject button? How do I get out of this shit? How did I end up in this shit? You might be asking yourself all of those questions. Uh, how do me and my children get in a car and drive away from planet earth? You might be asking yourself those questions as well. Particularly if you've discovered any of the, the dark and shit shit about this world. But you know what? you did choose to be here on this time and this is even me talking to myself we chose to be here and sometimes it's going to be really hard to see that right now it's probably really hard to see that why we're here just trust the process hold the vision trust the process is one of my favorite sayings but please know what your vision is and that's where you need to bring in that positive side. Have that beautiful, I mean, I love a good vision board, I do. But have a good and beautiful, rich vision for your future. Not just your your personal, physical future or your children's, but for the world. Write what you believe the world to be. Dr. Martha Nessler has this beautiful affirmation guide and it's... My world is, or my life is, the world is. And that is just so beautiful. It's about this like daily goal setting, but also your entire vision for the world. And that, as that unravels, is very powerful. You literally choose your reality. Because some of the things that I would write on my daily affirmation, the world is, was actually actualization this is actually happening this is actually materializing and we can talk about manifestation in in another in another one I have so many examples of manifestation for you but it was that manifestation is the complete trust that something will manifest but the trust the key trust is there when you are so dead set that this is what's going to happen It will happen. It will happen. And we come back to so many there's so many layers of this which I love. This is a big giant web of theoretical terminology. And I love it. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Same thing. You know, this, this oh I'm gonna have a bad day. Guess what? You're gonna have a bad day. The way you start your day, shapes your day, you know, there are so many layers. So many so many great gems. I love it. And whether you choose to believe them or not, well, you know what? That's your choice because this is your reality too. This is your reality. So I will wrap this up. My final message for you that I was trying to get to this whole time was that be in that vibration of love as often as you can. We had used to closing off from it because we are living in fear a lot of the time as humans we are conditioned to be fearful we are conditioned to be untrustworthy we are conditioned to be hateful and violent and angry that's a defense and coping mechanism for a lot of us whether it has any kind of uh, any kind of place in our current lives is a question you've got to ask yourself. But please, as often as you can, go towards one another with the vibration of love, and I mean that for the people in your house as well. These are the people that you're you're stuck inside with. If your kid, you know, is walking past and You've just had a bit of a grumpy grump moment at each other. Turn to each other. Turn to them. And apologise if you need to apologise. But tell you, tell them that you love them. And hold them tightly. And keep them safe. And do that to your partner. Yes. It's not easy living with your partner. And you know what? I don't know what it's like having them in quarantine. But you know what? Without, without mine... My partner, my soulmate here in quarantine, there's a deep part of me that I know is missing. And if you are having a hard time getting on, write it out. Write out your feelings, write your frustrations with them down. Like we talked about last session, it's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to give yourself the space to feel those smaller emotions as well. Absolutely. But in every opportunity you have, drop into that vibration of love. And this is for yourself. My key message here. Yes, everybody around you. Just as many times as you can, show them your love. And that doesn't mean you need to go and spend $1,000 on everybody you love. Send them flowers or chocolates or whatever you want to do. That's amazing. And giving is great any time you can, of course. But I'm talking about an, an energetic frequency here. I'm talking about the way that you actually spend time with others in each other's energy fields. And for yourself, don't look in the mirror and say to yourself, Oh, this, oh, that, oh, this needs to be, oh, I didn't work out today. Oh, I didn't. I didn't turn my laptop on, oh I didn't finish that chapter of my book, oh I let the kids have the TV too much, oh I didn't cook dinner in time, I didn't stick to my routine, oh I didn't complete the preschool pack, whatever it is, shut that voice up by just turning into yourself and loving yourself instead, if you have that negative comment come up, just stop it. As in Scott Morrison, just stop it. No, you stopping it is so hard to do. But I mean, catch yourself, catch yourself, observe, be the observer, observing, 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 observe, observe the thought. Just let it go. Observe the thought, let it go, and come back to yourself with something loving instead. And make it that practical. Take those steps. Say you look in the mirror. Oh, that's it on my face. Boop don't keep talking about the negative zit on your face. Turn and look at yourself in the eyes instead. Louise Hay, mirror work, the best stuff. Look at yourself in the eyes, in the mirror, and say out loud to yourself, I love you and your name. Just keep doing that. I love Louise Hay's work. You can heal your life, you can heal your body, you can heal your So good. Jack Canfield is another great one, another great author if you want to look up affirmations, manifestations, he's an absolute pro. But apart from the mirror work, and apart from trying to catch yourself in those times, something else. From Esther and Jerry Hicks, one of the best, Abraham Hicks, we've got these Amazing messages from Source coming through them. They're so good with their channeling. And something I heard this morning was this. I'm doing okay. I'm doing just fine. And say that to yourself instead. So sometimes mirror work can be really intense. Sometimes looking at yourself in the mirror and having to tell yourself you love you. It takes a bit. It takes a lot. And you go out of practice with it for sure. It's hard. It's hard work. But know that is such a powerful option for you. But if you are feeling that you can't. Or you should. Or you shouldn't have. Or you need to. Just remember all of that is just our programming. Our conditioning. And things that we are brought up to think in this human experience. But that's not it. That's not where it ends. The frequency of love is beyond that. You are still loved unconditionally by source. Just turn into yourself. Tap into yourself. Tap into that frequency of love that's still available to you always at every single moment. Love yourself. So to close this out, let's put a hand. I could go on and on and on as you go. Put your hand on your heart. Feel your warm hand on your chest. On your skin. Mm, Do you feel that warmth? You might have a little smile come to your face. Do you think about the love? That love, that's coming through now. It's rushing in. You can feel it. It's rushing in for you. It's just for you. This is your world. This is your reality. You choose the lens. There's always love. There's always love here for you. So, my dear friends, shake it out. If you've lasted this long, thank you. I want you to thank yourself for being here at this time. Thank yourself for getting through. It's a new moon. Don't forget to set your intentions. Make them as simple or as bold as you like. I want you to set one intention around love. And you might want to have a little prayer. a little blessing a little goal or a little affirmation you might just want to write something down or you might want to just have something as your mantra for the next few days during this new moon time sending this love vibration this comfort this healing that's what we want that's what we need and healing and blessings and love to you thank you for being here